We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. I'm so honored to be spending some of our day together here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So, what is your relationship like with money? And do you consider yourself wealthy? If not, would you like to? I know for me, for many years, I thought wealth was for other people and would never be for me. I just thought I wasn't wired for it or maybe didn't deserve it or simply couldn't figure out how to make abundance happen in my life. Today, we're going to be talking about how committing to ourselves for just 30 minutes a day and participating in seven simple steps, how this can transform and improve your finances and help anyone who wants it create a more prosperous, fun, and wonderful relationship with money and with wealth. We're here with businesswoman, entrepreneur, and the author of The Path to Wealth, Seven Spiritual Steps for Financial Abundance. We're here with author Mae McCarthy. Since 1982, May has founded and grown several successful companies in a variety of industries, including fashion retail, domestic and international telecommunications, and health care software and capital equipment, which have gone on to grow to 250 employees and over $100 million in annual revenues. As part of McCarthy's passion for entrepreneurship, she is an active angel investor and advises a variety of startup companies. May also serves on a board for philanthropic arts and educational services organizations. So, May, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Oh, Tammy, thanks for having me on. So you say, because I read your book and I really liked it, if we are consistent and commit to ourselves for just 30 minutes a day, we can transform our finances. Absolutely. Absolutely. Essentially, what I teach is the ability to use tried and true goal attainment practices mm-hmm. combined with a gratitude practice and a reliance on an inner wisdom that all of us have. It's not, it's not just for a few. It's, everybody's got it. We just have to learn how to use it. I think it's true for breathing. It's in us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just have to learn how to access us, access it. And I know in your book, you really outline it in a very clear and succinct fashion. If people get this book and just follow along with what you're suggesting and commit to themselves and do it consistently, things are going to change in their lives. It, it's just spiritual law. No question. In fact, I, I created it such that you don't even have to believe it. If you just do it, the understanding will follow and you will still have the good results that you want in your life. That's so cool. I love it. And I believe it because I've been practicing many of these steps and spiritual laws for myself, and I would now consider myself wealthy. So I know this stuff works because I've applied it in my life. And I'm very excited about just going through these simple steps. So I would recommend to any of my listeners, if you're hanging out with this, unless you're driving, uh, to get a pen and paper or notebook, maybe a journal a wealth journal, and start taking some notes. And if you are listening in the car, you know, you can come back and listen to this as a podcast anytime you want. So keep your eyes on the road and drive safe. So May, I have my pen and pencil here. I've got the book, but I also want to take some notes. So I would love to go through these seven steps, if that's okay with you. I think it's just great. Great place (laughs) to start. Well, first of all, let me know, let me 
um, tell you that there is a reliance on something that's greater than yourself. And it doesn't really matter what you call it. What I call that wonderful source of intuition or that guidance that I get, everybody's had a gut instinct, everybody's had this like flash of a thought without any preparation. Um, there's, there's all sorts of messages that come to us, and I'll just boil them all up into the term intuition. But, but it's so much more than that. It really is a wisdom that's beyond our understanding. So first, the first thing to recognize is that you can partner with that source, with that source of intuition, and that's how this practice works. So in this partnership, I affectionately refer to the source of intuition as the chief spiritual officer. Mm-hmm. I put it at the, the CSO. <laughs> so I put this at the top of my organizational chart in my businesses. And I reported as the CEO, reported to the CSO. And I did that mainly because everyone that I surround myself with in my C-suite are people whose advice I value. Mm-hmm. So I have my chief financial officer whose advice I value about the financial health of our company. My chief information officer, they take care of the technology and so on. So I wanted to have a position and a name for this characteristic, this source of intuition that would give me guidance towards my goals. So the first thing is to give it a name. Then every morning you're going to spend about 30 minutes practicing the first four steps. And this is repetitive. Anybody that is successful in business or an athlete or a successful um, uh, spiritual leader, anybody will tell you that to gain success, you need a couple of components. Number one, you need consistency. And number two, you've got to keep your goals at the forefront of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So the first four steps is to be done every single day for about 30 minutes. When you wake up in the morning, you want to have it um, either your cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is that you wake up for. I wake up for coffee. And then find a place in your home that you will call your meeting area. This meeting that you're going to have is with this spiritual partner. I call mine the CSO. I have students that call it all sorts of different names, everything from a spiritual name like God or spirit or divine intelligence, all the way to names like Fred. Don't know why, but somebody <laughs> calls works it Fred. For you, right? I call it the universe, but yeah. The universe. Love yes. that. Mm-hmm. So that idea of whatever is name represents someone whose advice you're going to value. Really, really value. So you wake up and the first step is that you read something for about five minutes that puts you into a receptive mood. This is the, the kinds of books or kinds of stories that work best for this first step include stories about ordinary people having extraordinary experiences with the help of spirit, with the universe, with God with the CSO. And some authors that are great for that include Catherine Ponder, Florence Scovel Shin, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, a whole bunch, a whole list of them. And those are listed in the back of my book as well. 
So you spend five minutes. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't read other things throughout the day um, or at night. Please, please, please load up on everything that you want to. But for this particular practice, you're going to spend no more than five minutes on the reading portion. Okay, I love it. It's like the first mental meal of the day. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. We've heard that. Exactly. Read something positive or inspirational first thing in the morning as your first meal of the day. (laughs) Absolutely. So you got five minutes to do that, up to five minutes to do that. The second step is to write a gratitude letter. Mm -hmm. And I like writing a gratitude letter with my CSO in mind. So I'll just say, CSO, I am so grateful for everything that I have. Uh, and I'll start listing it. I'm so grateful for my wonderful family. I'm so grateful for my cat. I'm so grateful for the work that I get to do where I get to use my talents in remarkable and fulfilling and satisfying ways and get paid very, very well for it. And then you say all the things that you're grateful for that you want. But the key here is to word it as though you already have it. So in my previous company, I would say I'm so grateful that our company supplies flawless, easy-to-use, maintenance-free products and services for our customers, and they love it so much that they tell all their peers that they should buy from us too. And we easily receive a minimum of $15 million in revenues this year or whatever the goal happens to be as though we already have it. Mm -hmm. So you are grateful for what you've got. You're grateful for what you want as though you already have it. In present tense. Exactly. Yes, I love that. So describe the experience. So you send up to 10 minutes to do that, and then you release it to the universe for your spiritual partner to handle. The third step is to read that letter you just wrote out loud. And there are countless numbers of studies that say when you read something out loud, you remember it. It anchors it more fully into your subconscious, and you start to notice possibilities to make it true. So read it out loud with emotion. Get your words, your thoughts, and your emotions all fired up during this part of the practice. And then finally, use a, uh, you're going to imagine. Imagine what you look like, what you experience, uh, who you're with, what are your surroundings like when you have those things that you want already fulfilled. And this is a really, really powerful part of the practice because it has been shown in many, many studies that professional athletes or Olympic athletes will actually carve out a part of their training time to do nothing except imagine Mm -hmm. every single step that they take in the competition and see themselves winning. This is a really, really powerful part. So you'll spend up to five minutes imagining yourself in that picture of a realized goal. Yes. I wrote a blog yesterday about daydreaming. Yeah, they saw that. Daydreaming, you know, we might think it's a waste of time, but it really is one of the most powerful, effective, and empowering ways to use our time. So I totally agree with you, May. Exactly. Then you, you know, I pat my cat on the head and I go get showered and I uh, get off to work. So that's I your... love that. I love it. And, and you say something that I think really puts this in a nutshell. Speak your words out loud as you use your thoughts, words and emotions in harmony with each other. You put yourself in a position to attract what your focused attention is on. You become a magnet to your good and you start to perceive opportunities and possibilities. So Absolutely. I know that this is true. So I love what you're saying and I'm in total agreement. 
Well, the other thing is, as you have revisited your goals daily, I mean, put spirituality aside for a moment and look at people who are incredibly successful but might not necessarily consider themselves, you know, spiritual. This is still goal attainment 101. Mm-hmm. Revisiting your goals every single day and seeing yourself realizing those goals does two things. First of all, it does make you magnetic so that you can attract them, but it also changes you. I have one of my workshop attendees who had um, started out, her goal was to be paid to sing on stage, and this terrified her, but she really wanted to do that. And so she started this practice of writing it out and seeing herself and speaking about being a paid professional singer. So what happened was she started to change. She started to see that that was more possible. One month went by, three months went by, six months went by. And by the time she was done writing that out every single day and speaking it out loud and seeing herself on stage, she finally believed it. She changed to identify as a professional uh, singer. Consequently, she changed her inner hardwiring by virtue of the, the visualizing, the daydreaming, visiting the goals. She, she tilled created, the soil of her yeah. inner reality. She created new neural pathways yes, to make that exactly. possible. She became the professional singer that she wanted to be before she got hired. Once yes. that happened, once she felt, wow, okay, I really see myself as a professional singer, within a very short period of time, she was hired. And she did great. She did great. So this does change you it to does. be that person that you want to be. Yeah, it creates, it, it literally creates the neural pathways, the groove in our brain and our mind and our vibrational field so that it can show up in our lives. Exactly. So now, you're out, so now you're out in the day and you've got three more steps in this process. The first, um, the fourth, excuse me, the fifth step, which is out during your day is expecting. You're expecting and watching for what I call leads or intuitive hits. These are things that will show up like a flash of somebody's face in your mind's eye or a, or a strong thought that just seems to fly in out of the blue. Or perhaps you'll see a sign, something that, that you look at and go, wow, I know that's just for me. Or someone will call you and give you some information that is helpful towards you achieving your goals. And these leads are really interesting because they do take a little bit of interpretation. And our rational mind keeps trying to talk us out of it. So what I tell students is when you get a lead, you either take a step that the lead is telling you to take or you ask for another lead. Don't do nothing. Right, lean Don't into stop. it. Do yes. something. Either ask for another lead or take a step. I'll give you an example. I um, fly about 150,000 to 200,000 miles a year oh based on whatever company I happen to have at that time. And I, I know how to fly into a city, grab my rental car, go to the hotel, drop off my bags, and then go get water and supplies that I'll need from my stay. And I, I usually find the closest grocery store. Well, I was in Cleveland. I did that process that I just described, and I was in the car getting ready to go to the grocery store that was five minutes away. 
And I had this very strong thought to go to this grocery store that's about a 15-minute drive away. It made no sense. It's 9 o'clock at night, Tammy. That, and my appointment's at 8 o'clock the next morning, which Seattle time is 5 o'clock in the morning. Right. There's no rational reason for me to drive 15 minutes out of my way. Right. So I sat there and I said, CSO, if this, if this lead is from you, I need a little more confirmation. I need, nice. I need something. Well, my stomach and my heart just felt really, really warm. And, I, and, and then I started thinking, well, what's the worst thing in the world that could happen? I waste 20 minutes, right? right? So I got in the car and I drove. And I parked the car. And as I'm walking in, out comes this potential customer that I had been trying to reach for six months. I love this. This customer pushing their cart asks me, you know, we, we notice each other because we saw each other at a trade show. And uh, we strike up a conversation and I explain why I'm in town visiting, you know, one of their competitors. And, and uh, I'm invited to come and make a presentation while I'm in town. Well, that my goal that I had been writing out every morning with my uh four-step process had been to achieve a certain level of sales revenue for our company. I needed $400,000 by this short period of time. Mm-hmm. And that meeting that I, was able, that I was invited to led to another meeting and one more, and then a contract that was worth over half a million dollars. That was worth the 20 minutes. It was worth the 20 minutes, but our rational mind will try and talk us out of it if it doesn't make sense. And what I I love, yeah, I love what you're saying though, May, we can like talk ourselves out of it. We can continue the dialogue and say, okay, universe or CSO, what is, is this from you? You can continue the dialogue. I think that's really amazing. That's a really good, helpful hint. Yes. So that's your, that's your fifth step is to expect and watch for leads. If you get a lead, you either take a step or you ask for another lead. You don't do nothing. And then, yeah, and then, and then celebrate. The sixth step is to celebrate. Make sure you've got somebody who is very supportive and loving of you. And you can let them know, look, I'm doing a new prosperity program. And part of the program requires me to celebrate when I get leads that direct me along the path to my good. Would you celebrate with me? And maybe you could come up with a way that you could text each other and say, celebrate. And that means wow. that whenever you have a free moment, you get on the phone together and, and you know, scream and yell and, and get all excited because this partnership is working. Do the happy dance. Do, Do the prosperity the happy. happy dance. <laughs> My sister and I office in the same building. And uh, so occasionally we'll go into each other's office and, and jump up and down, um, hold hands and jump up and down to celebrate. And sometimes she'll come into the office, hold hands and jump up and down and celebrate. And I'll ask her, you know, what are we celebrating? What happened? And she'll say, I don't know, but I know it's coming. So she celebrates That's fantastic. in advance. <laughs> No, because I think what we focus on increases. And if you're focused on celebration and gratitude and doing that happy prosperity dance, it's inevitable you're going to head that direction. Yeah, and all of these things, this this expecting and watching for leads and celebrating, light up that front part of your brain. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a lot of brain research that has been been done, and I'm sure you're aware of it even more than I am. But um, at Cambridge University, one of the researchers there noticed that when you have positive expectations, that front part of your brain lights up, and and what that allows you to do is notice more possibilities. Mm-hmm. It allows you to focus and notice more possibilities. So that is also helping you to see some steps that you could take on the path to achieving your goals. Yes, inspired ideas drop in. Yeah, that prefrontal cortex lights up. It's uh, Life is different when that part of your brain's lit up. <laughs> right, and so the positive expectations and the celebrating help to reinforce that even more. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then, Happy dance. And this yes. is number six, correct? Right, right. Okay. And, and then you want to write it down because we're not always at our highest level of energy every single day. And some right. di- sometimes, you know, th- life just happens and we can feel a little down or a little blue or a little stuck. And it's a good time to, you know, pull out that little journal where you wrote down some of those demonstrations and some of those leads to remind yourself that, what, what Spirit has done before in your life, what the universe has helped you to accomplish before in your life, it will help you again. Yes, and I think that's that such a this, good suggestion. Yeah, and this day will pass, and you'll feel more energized with a new dawn tomorrow. So Perfect. those few times that you need to just be encouraged, you'll have a notebook full of some demonstrations that will help you get through that. And then Love finally, that. at the end of the day, this is the part where you're making more room within you to receive more of the good things that you want. And this what is it, number seven, right? This Ray? is number seven. Okay. Step seven. That's called giving forth anything that is not that is not serving you and not helping you to achieve your goals. This giving forth process involves any negative emotion. That would be fear, that would be doubt, that would be unforgiveness, anger, resentment, jealousy, pain, anything that is taking up room within you that prevents you from receiving more of the good things that you want. And I'll just ask you one question. Have you ever been angry before, Tammy? Uh, it's been known to happen on rare occasions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you're, if you're right in the middle of being angry or really fearful and someone were to come up to you and start trying to have a conversation with you at that moment, what ends up happening is you can't hear them. That's true. You're not receptive. You're kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. You're, pre- you're preoccupied. Yes. You're filled up and you can't hear what they have to say. Even if it's really valuable information, you can't hear it. Well, so the same is true in this partnership with the divine. If you are filled up with stuff that prevents you from hearing these intuitive hits, these leads, you're not going to get any closer to your goals or it's just going to be a lot harder to get there. So what we do at the end of the day is we use a two-part process in seven, seven, excuse me, step seven. And the first part is just to lay there in bed right before you go to sleep and just be grateful for everything that's on the top of your list. You know, anything that you can easily recall that happened that day. Thank you so much for the parking spaces up front that I got. Thank you so much for the customer interaction that I had today. Thank you for my husband who brought me flowers. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Anything that's on that you can think of easily and recall. 
And then the second part of it is to give forth all of that stuff that could be taking up room in you that you want to replace with the good stuff that you want. So you use a forgiveness prayer. And you don't even have to believe it. You just have to say it. And it goes something like this. CSO, if there's anyone, anyone at all, from my past or present, whether I remember them or not, that I need to forgive, I now do so. I bless them. I love them. I forgive them and release them into your care for you to work with them in whatever way is best. And if there's anyone from my past or present, anyone at all, including myself, that needs to forgive me, they now do so, and we are all free. Good night. And then you go to sleep. I feel like that's a way of just vacuuming out our subconscious mind and cleaning and clearing ourselves out. You're uh, getting, that's, that's so powerful. Yeah, you're just getting rid of it. And, here, and the most important part of that is you don't have to even believe it. You don't even have to You be don't even re- have to know the details. You don't have right. to believe it. You don't have to know the details. You just mm-hmm. say it and right. give it over. Right. And oh it, my may gosh, that's be, amazing. it may be that, you know, something comes up for you. I had one workshop attendee who came back after about a week of using this forgiveness prayer. And she said, you know, I got an email just a few days into saying this from someone who had worked for my company about 15 years prior, who had done a tremendous amount of damage. I mean, it cost the company tens of thousands of dollars. And then he just quit. And she had just gotten an email 15 years later congratulating her on winning an award. All the hairs on the back of her neck went up. She was livid. She was back in that position of being so angry with him 15 years prior. She was reliving the whole thing. So I gave her a little mantra to use every time he showed up in her head. And the mantra goes like this. I bless you. I forgive you. I release you. I bless That's you, I forgive you, I release you. And any time he was to pop, he popped into her mind, she said that out loud because here's the deal. You can't be thinking something negative if you're saying something positive out loud at the same time. That's true. You can't do it both at the same time. You, you can't. So she said this, you know, 5,000 times the first day. And the next day she only had to say it 4,990 times. And slowly but surely, she got to the point after about a week of saying this, that when she thought of him, which was much more rare, um, she didn't have any emotional reaction towards him at all. He had safe passage. Exactly. So, May, we are wrapping up. I can't believe how fast that went. I'm so excited. I'm going to get you on a future show here. Quickly, do a shout out. How can people get your book, The Path to Wealth, or connect with you? Oh, gosh, please visit my website. Uh, you can use my name. That's May, M-A-Y, McCarthy, M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y dot com. MayMcCarthy.com. And the Path to Wealth book is available at all online retailers. There's also information about how to uh, purchase it on my website. Perfect. Thank you so much, May. I think you are a wealth of wisdom, and I love that you're spreading the light in such a powerful way. I love you. I adore you, and I'm excited to get you back on the show. To my listeners, thank you for hanging out with us. Write to me, TammyBPhD.com. Would love to hear from you. This is about relationship. Let's ascend together. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.